the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Good to be back with you as we start a new week on the Bruce Hooley Show. President's Day behind us. And now we settle in for the long slog to Memorial Day, a gray, dark day out there. And uh, fitting because the headlines locally and internationally are also ominous. Of course, Vladimir Putin, our government says, has uh, invaded Ukraine. I don't doubt that. I just don't know quite whether we're getting 100% the true story from our government because I think they view this as a chance for a victory lap and a chance to distract from things that are going on. Like what? Well, like all the things that have been going on, like crime locally. We had a horrific murder on Friday night. Imagine going out to dinner, standing in a lobby, which... Not uncommon on a Friday night, waiting for a table. And as you're standing there, a person next to you gets shot in the head and killed. person who does it runs away. That happened at Roosters on 161 on Friday night. Just like the murder at Easton, where a guy was sitting on a red ball drinking a coffee. Guy walks up, shoots him in the head, runs away. Didn't catch him. I say that not to blame police but to indicate that the people who are doing these kinds of things most likely are not random acts of violence, but they are purposeful hits. We had a 9-year-old and a 6-year-old assassinated in a car with a 21-year-old man. Don't have an arrest in that either. Criminals are good at what they do. And so the fear is real when it comes to crime in Columbus. I don't think it's real when it comes to COVID, but, of course, that's a much more useful political tool than the lack of safety in our city. I take my kids to school every morning, and I take note of gas prices as I drive by a station on the way to their school. On the 17th of February, which would have been last Thursday, I think. Yeah, last Thursday. Uh, gas was 3.13 a gallon in Columbus. Today, it is 3.39. 3.39, a 26-cent jump. This situation in the Ukraine is not going to change that because I believe that this situation in the Ukraine is not just about Vladimir Putin ruining the breakup of the Soviet Union, but it is about Vladimir Putin uh, trying to ratchet up the price of the one commodity that he has to bolster the Russian economy, which is oil. Uh, uncertainty affects the markets. War certainly affects the markets, the commodities market, including oil, 
and our own foolish energy policy, inane energy policy, nonsensical, illogical, intentionally damaging to our economy energy policy, where we cut our domestic oil production and disincentivize oil companies to drill here in our country, either in places they discover or on federal land. We reduce supply. Demand has to be filled somewhere. It's filled with Russian oil. Russian oil is worth more. So Joe Biden can issue all the nasty press releases, and he'll hold a press conference today at 2 o'clock, which means on Biden time he'll probably stumble out to the podium around 325. He can say all he wants to say about how tough he is on Vladimir Putin. Remember infamously his tweet, Vladimir Putin doesn't want to see me elected president. I'm the only guy that holds him to account. Really? Mm, Are you? I seem to remember him invading Crimea in 2014 when you were the vice president and Barack Obama was president. I seem to remember him because it just happened invading Ukraine. I don't seem to remember Vladimir Putin doing any of this during the Trump administration. Oh, it's because they were buddies, right? Yeah, they had a special deal when Trump was elected in uh, 2016. But don't worry, don't worry, because we have uh, our own domestic border expert, Kamala Harris. She's taking care of that southern border situation, just peachy peachy keen. Uh, She's in Munich, Germany, keeping close watch over what's going on with the Ukrainian situation. I laugh at the absurdity of it, not because it's funny. Uh, Here, if you would like for an early lunch, a Kamala Harris Ukrainian word salad, enjoy yourself. We're talking about the potential for war in Europe. I mean, let's really take a moment to understand the significance of what we're talking about. It's been over 70 years. And through those 70 years, as I mentioned yesterday, there has been peace and security. We are talking about the real possibility of war in Europe. We would all, not just prefer, we desire, we believe. It is in the best interest of all that there is a diplomatic end to this moment. And so where do we want this to end? That is where we want it to end. We have agreed that the deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one, especially because, remember also, we still sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path out of this moment. I mean, it's really amazing, isn't it, that Vladimir Putin went ahead with his plans to invade Ukraine with that kind of stringent rhetoric coming from the vice president of the United States. I mean, wow. Did she pick up a copy of the New York Times in the airport on her way to Munich so she could bone up on the Ukrainian situation, because did she say a single thing there that any ran any rudimentary rudimentarily informed person could not say about Russia Ukraine? Like if you dropped me into Munich, put a suit on me and a you know an N95 mask, so nobody could understand a single word I'm saying. Would I not be equipped to go, you know, this prospect of uh, Russian intrusion into Ukraine is deathly serious. Uh, 
It's the worst that we have seen in Europe, this blatant uh, violation of another country's borders since World War II. We can't stand for it. The sovereignty of Ukraine is sacrosanct to us. I mean, I'm better at that than she is. Maybe sleeping with San Francisco mayors dumbs you down. I don't know. I've never done that, but she has. So this is where we are with this administration. And, uh, you know, we don't do coups in this country, thankfully, because I don't want to be seen as advocating for that. We got three more years of this. I know the midterms are coming. It doesn't change the whack jobs, the incompetence in the White House. So where are we headed? Where's gas headed? I'm so glad we have a president who's not raising taxes on those of us who make less than $400,000 a year or even $100,000 a year. But it's not like every time you fill up your car, you're not paying a $20 tax over what you were paying last year. Or if you have an SUV or a truck, you're paying like a $30 tax. And if you have a sedan and an SUV, combine it, you're paying a $50 tax every time you fill it up, which means you're probably filling it up two or three or maybe four times a month. But don't worry, you can't afford a house in Columbus either. We'll have details on that. And the grisly details of the murder at a restaurant in Columbus Friday night. And, oh, the uh, Columbus Dispatch has put its crack investigative team on the case of the new police recruiting class, which the dispatch says is primarily responsible for ending the violent crime in Columbus. Gee, I would think that would be on the criminals, but, you know, what do I know? All that next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Well, the uh, fireworks were flying last night at the second debate between Ohio Republican Senate candidate Josh Mandel and uh, Democratic wokester candidate Morgan Harper, uh, I don't mean to demean Morgan Harper with that designation. It would apply to Tim Ryan. It applies to every Democrat uh, because they are the ones who are contributing to, if not putting us in, this economic vice we are in as everyday, average, hardworking Americans. They are prioritized Green New Deal, energy policy, climate nonsense at the expense of energy. So gas prices are going through the roof. Three what three thirty nine right now? And when you say three thirty nine, it's really three forty because have you ever known a gallon of gas to cost something that didn't end in nine tenths of a cent? It's three thirty nine nine. That's three forty a gallon. So uh Josh Mandel, Morgan Harper debating. Uh what thoughts on that? In the uh, noon hour today, because Mandel was, you know, he was doing Mandel things last night. He was, he was uh, being the pit bull that he has decided he will be in this campaign. And uh, he scares people in the establishment media. I know he scares people in the establishment media. And don't take anything I say here as an endorsement of Josh Mandel or any other candidate. I have not endorsed, and I may not endorse until we get a winner in the primary in May, because I feel like, I don't know how I feel about endorsing a candidate for the primary 
I mean, I'm obviously going to endorse the Republican in the general. So that's an endorsement that really doesn't mean anything because I'm not going to ever endorse a pro-abortion candidate. And there are no pro-life Democratic candidates. So I got to weigh the wisdom of that. uh, But I'm not I'm not talking about Josh Mandel now because Josh Mandel is the candidate that I prefer. I'm talking about Josh Mandel because it's clear he worries the left wing media because Politico has done a like a life story on Josh Mandel. I haven't had time to read it. I might need an hour to read it. And uh, NBC News is also looking at all the rise of Trump in Josh Mandel. So they obviously, if you affiliate with Trump, but I mean, Jane Timken wants Trump's endorsement. Mike Gibbons wants Trump's endorsement. I think Matt Dolan would take it. Never going to get it, but he would take it. J.D. Vance would love to have it. I don't think he's getting it. Could be wrong. But we'll get into the Josh Mandel, Morgan Harper thing. Just know the highlight was Josh Mandel at one point. Well, I don't know if it was the highlight because Josh Mandel took on a woman in the audience who said that he should be put out. And to his credit, what do you mean put me out? Like shoot me to put me out or just get me out? But, you know, Josh Mandel shows some uh, guts going to a church in the Collinwood portion of Cleveland. He said at one point, I used to think Morgan Harper was like a smart version of AOC. Now I think she's a dumb version of AOC. So the pit bull that is Josh Mandel was out in full force last night. And as I said, we'll talk more about what he had to say. And we'll play you some audio from that in our noon hour today. But I was talking about the squeeze on quality of life here in Columbus. And... I have to go into a part of Columbus that I would never go into on Thursday night, but uh, I have a family member doing something that I want to watch, so I'm going to go. And I asked a couple friends of mine who go into Columbus more often than I do last night, is that area of town safe? And the answer is, well, I wouldn't take a walk there after dark. Now, this is... A really affluent community in Columbus. And yet, I heed their advice because if you are like me, you came to Columbus in the late 1980s. The area along 161 around I-71, that was a hopping place. That was pre-Easton That was before Powell took off. Like that 161 corridor right there, Northland Mall was humming. There were, the continent was a destination. Movie theaters, restaurants. That was a happening place. Now it is, like a lot of areas of town, a place you better be watching your back. And sadly, uh, 18-year-old Marshawn Davis was not watching his back vigilantly enough Friday night while he stood in line in the lobby at Roosters, which I've been to Roosters. Roosters, a ton of locations around central Ohio. I never think when I go to Roosters, man, I hope I don't get shot in the head. This is not Roosters' fault. This could have happened at any place in that area. But he's standing in the lobby waiting on a table, and a guy runs up, shoots him in the head. Kills him. Guy runs away. 10-15 at night. So, 
That's the 14th homicide of the year. Oh, but don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Our crack investigative team at the Columbus Dispatch lets us know that we now have 39 Columbus police officers outfitted in crisp white uniforms with gleaming gold badges. And it's their responsibility to end this. See, it's not the mayor's responsibility. It's not Shannon Harden and city council's responsibility. It's not Elaine Bryant, the police chief's responsibility. It's not LaShawna Potts, her highly paid second-in-command who also came from Detroit. It's not the new inspector general's responsibility. No, the inspector general's here with her million-dollar budget to investigate cops and make them feel like somebody's always looking over their shoulder. No, it's the responsibility of the lowest-paid, least-experienced members of the police force, the 39 new Columbus police officers who are being urged to be difference makers. Now, I ask you, not that these officers are not well-intentioned, not that these officers aren't, you know, altruistic, idealistic. Who would have the least amount of influence in the Columbus Police Department or with the Columbus Police Department? Wouldn't it be the newest officers in the division? I would think so. They're figuratively wet behind the ears. They need to be trained, although I, I don't wouldn't put it past me if Andrew Ginther and the other fools, I was trying to think of a semi-kind word, who set police policy, wouldn't surprise me if they don't allow experienced officers to teach these new officers how to be police officers because they don't like the way Columbus police officers have been policing. And it's very, very clear that even when Columbus police officers do their job in an exemplary fashion, 100% to the letter of their training, the people who write these stories, Mike Wagner, Jen Smola Schaefer, the mayor and others don't like the result of cops doing their job perfectly because they continue to bring up the shootings by police of black residents, including 16-year-old Micaiah Bryant. The first name they mention is Micaiah Bryant, the 16-year-old who was wielding a knife, threatening another person, shot, unfortunately, but necessarily, to prevent injury to someone else. She is the first example that they continually bring up. So this shows you that they don't want the new officers to police like that, which should be a concern for everyone. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, 
whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. 